Hello and welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. Hey y'all, I am Dina Sheree and a big hello from me. Listen, we're going to jump right into it today. We have a wonderful grounding scripture. Um, We're going to be coming from the standpoint of arise beloved, your faith has made you whole, right? Your faith has made you whole. So let's get down to the scripture. All right, let's jump into it. This is 1 Samuel 27 and 1, 1 Samuel 27 and 1. David thought to himself, one of these days, I will be destroyed by the hand of Saul. First, let me just say, how many of y'all remember reading that scripture? Because I don't, right? So this is wonderful, right? Because I feel like this scripture really impacted me because I think like this sometimes, like, Whatever the situation is, right? Whatever your mm-hmm. Saul is, whatever my Saul is, I feel like it's going to take me out. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to survive this. You know what I'm saying? So you guys, first Samuel 27, one, David thought to himself, one of these days, I will be destroyed by the hand of Saul. That's what David thought. Kish, come on, come on in with it. <laughs> what you got to say about it? Oh, uh, you know, it's, it's. I I think it's one of those opportunities for us to be real about how we actually feel, what we're thinking. Um, And, you know, I can attest to, I remember (laughs) reading about, and I was sharing this with you earlier about the Israelites and, you know, they were always questioning God. And I'm like, God is showing up in such mighty ways for them. Why do they keep questioning him when he's doing all of these things? But it is so different when it's you, you know, like when you're the one going through and the experience of fear is really what he's talking about. So in that moment, David's talking about his fear um, for what Saul may do to him. He's hiding. Right. And so we have that same attack uh, that comes upon us when we're in fear, you know, and it it does, God does remind us. He said that that didn't come from him. He didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of, um, he gave us power, love and a sound mind. Right. And so that's the complete opposite of fear, but it's what's natural. You know, it's just kind of like what we feel in the moment. And then if you're, you know, we talk about like how how do you get there? How do you get to those feelings? How how does David then go to hide, right? He had a thought. That mm-hmm. was the thought. The thought led to feelings of fear and the fear yeah. then took him into a place where now his behavior matched that thought. I need to hide. I need to right. get away because I'm going to die and right. it'll be by the hands of Saul. Um, and, and almost forgetting that he was anointed, <laughs> you know, to yeah. carry out something that God called him to do. And we, we struggle with that. We struggle with understanding that because a fear can feel so real that if we really buy into that lie, it cancels out the promises of God. It cancels out what he's already said he could, would, should do for us. Um, but it's a real struggle. (laughs) It's a real struggle. And I feel like I'm just, I'm just going to maybe like from my perspective, how I deal with situations and maybe David was the same way, but you know, when you're dealing with something and it's the first round, you're like, Woof, gosh, that was, you know, like you still got some stamina. You still got, 
You still got to bob and weave in, you know what I mean? It's the prolonged. It's like, it's the drawn out persecution. Mm -hmm. It's the drawn Mm -hmm. out challenge. It's the drawn out pain. It's the drawn out hurt. Yeah. Where then you like, wait a minute, I'm tired. I'm physically tired. I'm mentally tired. I'm emotionally, I'm all, I'm all tired. Every front is a tired. (laughs) And so you're not as strong, right? Like you're not as strong anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what's happened to me, right? Like Mm -hmm. when, when the thing first starts off, you like, but God, (laughs) but God, he's coming. And then it's like, it's been six weeks, Lord, Lord, it's been three months, Lord. It's been six months, Lord. My mm-hmm. whole my whole twenty twenty three been bad, Lord. My whole year, Lord. Like every like all the things have happened, right? Yes. And this when you start thinking like, this is gonna take me out. Because usually it's not that one thing, right? Like it's usually mm-hmm. some other things that come into play. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm I cannot, I can't. And I appreciate this scripture, honestly, because it should it it really just says like, you ain't the only one that feels this way. You're not right. the only one that feels like your circumstance, your issue, your persecution, you know, your financial situation, let's make it personal, financial situation, your marriage, your issue with your family, your issue with your job, your issue with your children, right? Mm-hmm. You've had those things where you feel like this is, I cannot make it through another. This mm-hmm. is, I have actually said, this this situation is going to take me out. My blood pressure mm-hmm. cannot take this. I physically mm-hmm. feel my body starting to do things because of the season that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I felt like when I read that, I was just like, oh, yeah, somebody else mm-hmm. is going through it. Somebody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. is it, saying exactly how I feel about a mm-hmm. situation. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. here's the thing about it, though. You know, when you've been on this walk with Christ, right, for a little bit. There's just things you like, people like, no, 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 you you don't say that. And you don't feel that. And Mm -hmm. oh no, no, I'm not in the clouds all day. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I would like to say that that's it, but it's not my life. And I don't believe it's anybody's walk with Christ. You have very, very low moments. You just do. And you feel like you're not going to be able to make it. And Mm -hmm. the wonderful thing about Christ is that. He hasn't forsaken us mm-hmm. like ever, mm-hmm. ever. You know, one of the things that we started uh, on the Kumi Sheree Facebook page, shameless plug, <laughs> go follow the page. But one of the things we started last week was thankful Thursdays. And yeah. um, God put it in my spirit, my heart to start this, this, this day, like this, this kind of line of thankful Thursdays where it's just a place for testimonies, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's just a place where just be a little bit transparent because you're encouraging someone else by by reading the, by them reading your testimony, but also you are reminding yourself of what God has done for you. Right? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. so that when your other season comes up or another situation comes up, you can go back and go, you know what? This post is a memorial stone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to this post or I need some encouragement. And so I'm going to go back to this post on the Kumu Sheree page and just read some testimonies because mm-hmm. even though last Thursday was the first Thursday, this is something we're going to do consistently. Right. And so I, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, as the Lord leads you. You guys put your testimony there. I need to read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kish needs to read it, right? Mm-hmm. The people who are following the page, who are engaged in our Kumashiri page, need to hear of the goodness of the Lord because you don't know what people are going through. You really don't. What you got, Kish? Yeah, I mean, I, the thought of struggling in isolation. You know, we've, yeah. we've talked about this before, but it is a real thing. And um, a lot of it has to do with, you know, and I've, I've battled with this at different phases of my life. Like, why mm-hmm. is it like that? Like, it, I'm a private person. Is that why I don't want to share when I'm struggling with something? Is it pride? Because, I, you know, it takes a lot of humility to admit that you need help. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I, you know, you can learn a lot from your kids. <laughs> and um, our four-year-old uh, has a lot of, you know, he's at that stage and probably since he's been two where he wants to do everything, right? He's very independent and I got it. I got right. it. Um, but it's, I don't know. I'm amazed every time when I watch him do something that he thinks that he can do. And then when he realizes that he can't, and then he says, I need some help. I need some help, (laughs) you know, like, and I'm just like, uh, you know, that's courage. Like we really have to flip the script on how we view things because asking people for help takes courage. It does. Like, it's not a weak thing, especially for somebody who's not accustomed to asking for help especially if you're the person typically giving somebody something to help them. Right. And it's a blessing in that. And that, you know, we, we try to highlight the fact here that we were put on this earth for each other, that we were never meant to live life in isolation or, um, you know, feel like we're on our own personal journey and it doesn't include anybody else. Like that's not the case. God didn't build us for that. We've been built to help each other. We've been built to provide for each other. And, you know, I, I was reminded of the, uh, the scripture in, in acts when people, when the spirit of God actually came upon the people and they realized that they were supposed to be sharing with each other, that everybody's needs were met because everybody shared what they had. And I think we've gotten so accustomed to, you know, being in this space where it's like boasting about what you have and Mm -hmm. what you've acquired that people have more than what they need. And so we have all these people around us, sometimes us that are in need, but don't have our needs met, but also too prideful to share when we actually have a need because it does create this disconnect and sometimes delusion even in our own minds where it's like wait a minute god said he supply all our needs he's our provider he said i've never seen the righteous forsaken nor see begging bread you know like right. that that's word that's biblical we know that um but i do think sometimes we may be holding somebody's blessing we may think that we're in need of all of these things but we may actually have something that could bless somebody else right. you know and I think it's um huh can I just I'm just gonna go there I think a lot of this has to do with it being cultural right mm-hmm. like I feel like mm-hmm. it's unfortunate but um 
we we as a people have had to grow to a place of of really giving and and supporting one another. I mean, and we all have experienced it where, you know, um the uplifting, you're in a corporate place of work, right? Mm-hmm. And and um you don't see us helping each other out very much. Mm-hmm. And and let me just say from my experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a real challenge, right? Mm-hmm. You you deal with um more competition than let me put you up on game. Let me mm-hmm. let me get to this table and make room for you. Let me mm-hmm. you know, I mean I got enough elbow room where you can get in. And so for me, when I began to see that, I just said to myself, wherever I can make room for somebody mm-hmm. that is, you know, like in this space or whatever, I'm going to do that. It's mm-hmm. been my whole kind of mission, my whole process, my whole purpose and stuff like that. And I think that when you change, you change your thinking to start to include more people to, to you know, because sometimes people just need the space. Like, That's it. you know, yeah. like what you're going through is not for you. Like you're creating space. You know, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to get up out of the way and somebody's got to come behind you. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you might be working in, in a in a particular field where you need electrician or you need a contract or you need whatever. And it's like, well, I know so-and-so is, is in this field. Let me try and bring this person in to have that experience. And so that's the unfortunate thing about it is that we really have to. And I'm not saying as a whole. Right. Our culture does not give, doesn't support. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that that has been an area of struggle, especially when it comes to workplace, um, Mm -hmm. with us really, really helping each other to get to the next place, right? Mm -hmm. Helping Mm -hmm. each other. And even now, right, if you think about sharing your testimony, there was a post we put on commissary, like, don't be a selfish saint. Don't be selfish, you guys, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we are supposed to share with with one another to help each other grow Mm -hmm. and to be better and to seek God. Right. So I completely mm-hmm. agree with that is that, you know, we do have to be willing to to give and pour in and not just keep it off to ourselves, especially, you know, on the spiritual standpoint. You know, I know that we read in the Bible, we praying. Listen, you know, I, I hate to say it, but we, I mean, we're we're getting up in age. Right. It's mm-hmm. hard to think that we are moving into the elder space. Right. Mm-hmm. We're moving. <laughs> Lord, but we are. And there's 30 year olds and 20 year olds that are looking to us to go, how do you do that? How do you, mm-hmm. how do you faith with God? How do you mm-hmm. do, how do you mm-hmm. live this, this life mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Jesus, like authentically and out loud and all of the things. And so we are in that position, you guys, where we should be going, Hey, come up, come up. And not mm-hmm. just so, I mean, I feel like this is why God's called us to this platform, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be available. You know, mm-hmm. to be, you know, because Jesus ain't walking around, y'all. He's not walking around. Mm-hmm. And so he, he is seen through our lives, mm-hmm. through how we talk, how we treat each other. Right. That's why we're supposed to be bearing fruit so that people can That's identify it. what tree we are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, like we have to be willing to share um, because it encourages our faith. It helps lift us up. It helps keep keep us going. And that's why it's so important who you who you who you friends with. Can we just talk about that? Like if you have a situation going on and you go to your friend and they like we we ride at dawn. Now here's the thing. I have a ride at dawn spirit. I do. 
and I have to fight that thing because I will ride it. You call me. We ride it. Don't let's go. Right. But in, but honestly, though, like I'm it's just, that's the old Dina. Right. New things coming, coming my way. But I am saying that you should be leaving your, your friend at the feet of Jesus, like in all mm-hmm. seriousness, mm-hmm. that you should be giving them godly advice at the place of Jesus, right? Because mm-hmm. Jesus knows how to deal with their, their specific situation, their specific circumstance. He knows how to comfort them in ways that you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And what you might say might be good for the time being, might, you know, f- for a little bit like, oh, this worked, but God's word's everlasting, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. I just want to talk about friends real quick because you, you need a good friend. <laughs> Truly. I mean, and it's it's funny because I know, we were talking about thoughts and some of those thoughts that we have come from what we're hearing, you know, like who's in our ear. Um, what are our friends saying to us, whether that's through, you know, spoken word or through a post or text or whatnot. Um, so I know we keep saying this almost every episode about being careful about, Who's in your circle? Who are you listening to? What are you feeding yourself? But that's a real, real thing. And it's interesting, too, because we we said for this episode, um, you know, your faith has made you whole. And those are words that Jesus spoke to a lot of the people that he healed. But in particular, for this episode, we were talking about um, the woman with the issue of blood. Right. And if you think about somebody who probably didn't have a friend, it was probably her. Um, and she, you know, was bleeding irregularly and wanted to be healed. And if you can imagine, you know, what that could mean, especially for women who have that experience, most of us, some of us, um, on a monthly basis, but to think that you're just continuously bleeding. And we know that we need to be whole. We need to be healed. We need to be healthy in order to even operate and to think that that's your struggle is that you're, you're dealing with this sickness, this deathly, deadly sickness that you're desperate to get some help. You know, you're desperate to get some relief. And I mean, just thinking about when she had this experience and for Jesus to actually be on his way to heal somebody else. He wasn't even checking for her. Okay. Mm -hmm. But she was deliberate and intentional in saying, if I could just touch, Mm -hmm. you know, if I could just get to him to touch him, I will be made whole. Like she had that confidence. And he said, go like your faith has made you whole, right? Your faith has made you whole. And, you know, we've, we've, Talk about what is faith? What does that look like? Um, how do you how do you faith over fear? And it really has to do with a change in perspective. And I yes. notice it in myself. So when I am, and I'm sorry, y'all, I know we keep hitting our mic, so we go try to do better. But I'm like, <laughs> but um, we we have the an opportunity to focus on what's before us, like the thing that's bothering us, plaguing us, whatever that issue is. If I'm concerned about the environment or the context that's causing this issue for me, Mm -hmm. and I focus on that, it automatically leads you to a path of fear. 
because you're magnifying the issue. You're magnifying the problem. When I focus on the father, when I focus on the solution, Mm -hmm. it automatically leads me to faith because I I'm reminded of who he is. I'm reminded of what he's done. I'm reminded of how he's come through. Right. And so it really is about us because he's saying, I'm able, I'm capable. The question is, are you, are you able to believe that I can? Because that's how this works. In order for me to reward you, you have to believe that I am able and capable and will. Mm -hmm. But the things that come to us are so like screaming for our attention that yeah. if we're not careful and we give those things our attention, we're sitting here with years of walking with Christ, but could literally look like somebody who doesn't know him because yeah. we're so focused on that thing yeah. that we're not seeing, wait a minute, it doesn't matter what this is around me, what I'm going through because of who he is. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Like right. today, yesterday, forever. Right. It doesn't matter where I want to live. If I'm in the now, I'm in the past, I'm in the future, wherever my mind takes me, he's there and he's yeah. the same. Right. So that focus is a real, I think, a real thing for us. Yeah. And, you know, just to touch back with the, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, how you talked about asking for help is brave, right? Mm. Listen, she wasn't supposed to be out. She wasn't supposed to be around the people. Right. She was supposed to be right. She was supposed to be right. shut up in the house because she's bleeding. Right. Mm. And so she came out covered up, knowing that she could have just gotten in trouble for just being out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. desperate. I, I'm listen, I'm going to see Jesus. Right. Look how mm-hmm. brave that was yes. to come out to see Jesus. Right. To just grab him. Right. Mm-hmm. People all around him. And she's like, mm. I've got to break through some kind of way to wow. get to him. Right. And, and, and mm. if she and, and here's the thing, right, like. Because of the law, right, like she's not supposed to be out, she's not supposed to touch him. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes the person it defiles the person. Right. Like mm-hmm. she's trying to keep that all in her mind. Right. Trying to keep all the rules. But if I can just right. touch his clothing, if I can just like something of his something, something's going to make me whole. Something's going to get me together. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, look at the amount of courage. Mm. And faith that she, you know, displayed that day to, 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 to get healing. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, and she believed so much, she believed so much. Right. Mm. And so that's what God wants us to do. He wants us just to believe, mm-hmm. right. To believe mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. Believe. Yes. I know that's you're going all. through this. Believe in me. I know that you don't have any money. Believe in me. Mm -hmm. I know that your marriage don't look right. Believe in me. Mm -hmm. I know your child has run away, cussing, smoking, drinking, you know, OnlyFans page, all the stuff. Let's just be real about it. Believe in me. Right. I know things ain't right at at your job. I know that you're not being treated right. I know that you're being overlooked Mm -hmm. for positions. Believe in me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. all the, all the, you like in every situation, Lord, like there's not, Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah. Believe in me. And it ties back to what we talked about last week, how like count it all joy. Mm. Count it all joy. Because at the end of it's always victory. 
right? Like, mm. you know, David reminds his son Solomon, like, I will not forsake you, like that God will not forsake you, mm. right? Like he's not going to forsake you ever. And I feel mm-hmm. like David's probably a pretty good one to say that. <laughs> Because he's sleeping with other people's wives. He's had people killed. He's done all the things. And he's like, and God stayed with me. He was faithful to me this whole time. So I I feel like I can confidently say that God will not forsake you. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, when I think about just this this journey, this season that we found ourselves in, right? Because I think we're still in awe that God has called us to this platform in this season, right? And it's like... (laughs) But it's kind of perfect, right? Because it is us showing up in spite of it all, saying we believe in you, God. We believe in what you called us to do. We believe that whatever this breaking is that's happening in our lives is for the purpose of somebody else, for Mm -hmm. their healing. If it's just one person. Mm -hmm. If we do this podcast and just one person comes to Jesus, if one person comes from a backslidden uh, space. If one person decides to trust God and, and pray more, if one person decides, you know what, I'm going to move into a fast. It won't, listen, I'll go down the list. If hmm. one person, wouldn't that be enough? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, and, it would be and enough. What, and the beauty too, when you, you know, you were talking about just the stretch or the courage that, you know, the woman with the issue of blood had to yeah. step out of the house and to basically address a need to know that she had a need and to do what she needed to do in order to get it addressed. And it's such a blessing that we're no longer in a space where we have to try to track Jesus. Like, where is Jesus? I need to get to him so I can get what I need. I need my healing. I need my, you know, I need peace. I need what we don't have to go check in for him. He gave us when he left, he gave us the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, whatever you want to call him he resides in us and we have that power that's resting in us at all times and that's the beauty of it is because we are doing life and we have the choice to make of where we're going to focus (laughs) you know like Right. It's not denying the reality. It's saying, I know this is happening. I know right. this is real. I know I'm going through it. But I also know I have this great father who takes care of me. Yeah. I have the Holy Spirit within me to lead and guide so that I can stay in peace, that I can operate in wisdom, that I can yeah. walk in power because I have the Holy Spirit. And so Sorry, I'm getting choked up. I need some water. Um, but <laughs> this bottle's gonna crackle. <laughs> but um, anyway, I think that one of the most uplifting things um mm-hmm. that has ever happened to me in a, a a very dark place was encouragement, right? Having encouragement from friends, having encouragement yeah. from people who know. God and can speak to me from that place. But it's also encouraging myself, right? Like only I know and God knows everything that he's done for me, right? Like all the things that he's delivered me from, that he's been with me through. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk to people about your experiences and what's happened, but it's it's just a, it's, it's typically 
a watered down replay of what actually happened, right? Like God knows what happened. He knows how you felt. He was there. Every tear you've cried has been collected in heaven, right? That's a real thing. And so, um, I don't know. I want, I, I feel like sometimes when we lean into trust God and have faith in God, it almost feels like you're saying, deny your reality, deny the fact that you are in pain, deny mm-hmm. that you are crying yourself to sleep, deny that you are trying to pull yourself together every day to put on yeah. a good face for your family to be um, okay. And yeah. we're not saying that. We're saying mm-hmm. it's okay to acknowledge it all. It's okay yeah. to say, I, I am struggling. I'm feeling all of this and it, it hurts and I want it mm-hmm. to stop now. But I also know that I have a real God who actually cares for me and is working things out that I can't even see right now. And I choose, I choose to be focused on him. I choose to be in that space because I have that power. I I have the power to choose. Some people don't have that power to choose. They only see what's before them. And God has called us to a, a life of faith, to walk by faith and not by sight. That's our directive every day. And it's it's so against what we know. It it goes against what we know. And that's why it's a a struggle. And I know we're coming up on time. So I'll pause there. My takeaway is focus. Focus Mm -hmm. on God because I have a choice. And I know one, one place leads me to fear. If I focus on my issue, you know, that woman had an issue of blood. My issue may be an issue of faith, an issue of fear, right? I'm choosing to focus on God and through it all because he's he's the only one who's been consistent. Yeah. The only one. Yeah. And um, my takeaway is is you don't have to pretend. Mm. You don't have to pretend. Like you got it all put together that you're just... I'm great. No, you don't have to pretend. David had real thoughts. He actually Mm -hmm. thought, I'm going to be destroyed by Saul. That's a real Mm -hmm. thought that he had. You're having Mm -hmm. real thoughts. You don't have to pretend that you're not. But what you also have to do, right, is declare the goodness of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And begin to start seeking him, right? Because Mm -hmm. if if you're not careful, right, that thought could take you to another place, just like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're that that you're not acknowledging that it's it, it is a real thing. I'm really going through some things. I'm really having some thoughts that are just off the chain. They are. Mm-hmm. But then I have a, a sister. I have a friend. I have a mother. I have the scripture to help mm-hmm. me move into a place of faith. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't have happen in that same moment. Sometimes it's an hour later. Sometimes I got to cry first. Right. But you don't have to pretend that you're not experiencing what you're experiencing. You are experiencing some pain right now. Mm-hmm. You might be hurting right now, mm-hmm. but just know that your faith will make you whole. Mm-hmm. Your faith has made you whole because because as, as far as God's concerned, this thing is already done. Correct. Right? We are yes. walking through that process. Mm-hmm. So for him, your faith has made you whole. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that come to pass. So mm-hmm. keep on walking because your faith mm-hmm. is making you whole. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is for his glory. Mm-hmm. Your pain is for his glory. Mm-hmm. 
And I know you like, but I don't want to No, but it's for his glory because you say mm-hmm. that you love him. You say that you worship him. You say that you honor him. You say, I want to be a follower. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Mm. And so, so if you said that and he said, well, okay, if you're going to do all these things, these are some things that's going to happen in, in your life, but it's going to be for my glory. How do you feel about it then? What happens to your thoughts then? Because you love him so much and you and you want to do what what God wants you to do. And you want to be in that place with him. And he says, this is for my glory, though. Listen, the outcome is going to be the outcome. Mm -hmm. I won't forsake you. I have not forsaken you. Mm. Go back and read. Go back and just look over your life. I haven't forsaken you. Mm. But this thing is for my glory. What are your thoughts now? Okay, God. Mm. Because that's what he said to me. I'm just telling you what he said to me. Wow. This was my personal conversation. I just told you we had a dialogue (laughs) and I said, look now, I'm 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 past the bun, Lord. I'm past this bun. I'm past. He said, well, what if it's for my glory? And it's interesting. I don't want to go too, too far into it because he said, but what if it's for my glory? Why did he say that to me? Because my thought was, ain't it all for your glory? He didn't ask Mm. me that because he didn't know the answer. He Mm. wanted me to resolve the matter within myself, resolve mm-hmm. it. Dina, mm-hmm. what, if, what if it's for my glory? I know you're sad. I know you're hurt. And I know, I know, I know. But what if it's for my glory? Now what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. God. Still hurts. Probably still going to cry. Mm-hmm. But okay, God. Mm-hmm. And just know that your faith has made you whole. Mm-hmm. And I'm stronger today than I was yesterday when we had that conversation. I'm stronger today. My faith made me whole in that moment. It's making me whole right now. It's going to make me whole mm-hmm. when we get off this, this show. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Because God has not forsaken you. He's not forsaken me. He's not going to forsake his children. What mm-hmm. else you got? Are we wrapping up? Let's go pray us out. That's, yeah, let's, let's do end it. on that. Yes. Lord God, we are so grateful for your amazing love your amazing yeah. power yeah your amazing wisdom and we just thank you so much for blessing us with the opportunity to come before you yeah. to trust you to believe in you and to know that we don't have to do anything alone that you're with us in everything that we do we come to you being completely honest about our brokenness asking yeah. you to fill us, asking you to make us whole. And we hear you clearly saying your faith in me makes you whole. And so we cling to that, Lord. And we just pray right now, Lord God, that we cast down every fear. We cast down every concern and we give it to you, Lord. And we walk, we choose to pick up and walk with that power, with that sound mind, Lord God. We, we, declare and decree that we are believers. So we walk in faith and we walk in faith and not by sight. That is who we are. That is our privilege by being your children. And so we thank you for being a good, 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 good father. Yes. Who cares for his children, who has already planned and gone ahead of us to make every crooked path straight. And we just thank you right now, Lord God, for your consistency, your faithfulness, Lord God, 
your grace and your mercy. And it's in Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Listen, you guys, if you've been blessed by this this episode, our podcast, like it, share it. Uh, don't be a selfish saint. Let somebody else know about it, right? You never know what they're dealing with and how they can be encouraged through our testimony, through our um, our life, right? Um, and so we thank you so much for joining us. Come on, check us out next week. I don't, we don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be good because it's going to be about Jesus. <laughs> so uh, again, you all have a great day. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, until next week. All right. Bye, guys. Kumi Sheree. Yeah. <laughs>